When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Hello and welcome to the Nutrition Diva podcast. I'm Monica Reinagel and today I'm talking with registered dietitian Natalie Stevens about some really interesting new research that suggests how we can get more pleasure from the food that we eat and at the same time avoid overeating. Why are certain foods so easy to overeat? Some foods we can enjoy in a reasonable amount and feel satisfied, but with other foods, it's like we're a bottomless pit. We just want to keep going, even though we know we're overindulging. Well, registered dietitian nutritionist Natalie Stevens is joining me today to talk about some new research that she brought to my attention on how our brains and bodies respond to pleasurable foods and how we can avoid overeating without having to avoid foods that we enjoy. I'm so glad to have you on the podcast. Natalie, welcome. Thank you for having me. This is an exciting thing to talk about. Who doesn't like talking about enjoying our food? Absolutely. And this is a great time to have the conversation. We're in the holiday season and there's so many opportunities to overindulge. It's really tempting to take one of two approaches. The first and probably most common is to live it up, <laughs> which ends up being eating as much yummy food as you can. And I mean, why not? There are so many delicious foods and you don't want to miss out. Mm -hmm. But then there's the virtuous route that many of us also try, where you limit yourself because you don't want to suffer the consequences. You don't want to see the scale go up. You don't want to be uncomfortable. And if you don't run out of willpower, you're going to be really proud of yourself. <laughs> Well, you know, both of those strategies have their drawbacks. If you if you decide to just abandon all restraint and live it up, well, you're probably going to have some damage to undo when it's all over. But when we focus on limiting or restricting, especially at a time like the holidays, it can create this sort of psychological hunger that just builds up until we fall completely off the bandwagon. And then, well, we all know how that looks. Mm -hmm. But what are we going to do here? Can we still win in what feels like sort of a lose-lose scenario between being healthy and being happy? Well, the pleasure that we experience when we eat, it's a result of dopamine. And there's some new research on how our bodies produce dopamine in response to eating. And this is really optimistic. You might assume that all the pleasure comes from taste because let's be honest, that's what we get excited about. Mm-hmm. And yeah, our brains do produce dopamine when we taste food, especially your sweet, salty, high-fat foods. But it isn't the only source of dopamine, which means it isn't the only source of pleasure that we get from eating. 
there's a second dopamine release that's triggered when the food reaches our stomach. And this one is more related to the nutritional value of food. That is so fascinating. I did think that the dopamine release was primarily just when that food hits our taste bud. Today's episode is supported by Vegamore, a line of hair care products specifically formulated to promote thicker, fuller, longer-looking hair. Results from double-blind tests among real users showed meaningful differences in the amount of shedding, volume, and density. Now, when it comes to seeing results like this, the key is consistency. For best results, you want to use these products as directed for at least three months, and their monthly subscription makes that easy. It means you never run low, and plus, you save more. I've been using the products for a couple of weeks now, so it's still a little too soon to see the full impact, especially of the Grow Serum. But I love the way the shampoo and the conditioner smell, and I gotta say, my hair is looking healthy and bouncy. So elevate your hair wellness routine this year with Vegamore. For a limited time, get 20% off your first subscription order by going to vegamore.com slash diva and use the code diva at checkout. That's V-E-G-A m-o-u-r.com slash diva and the code diva to save 20% on your first order. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. So the research that Natalie shared with me was conducted at the Max Planck Institute. And in this study, subjects were given either a milkshake, yummy, or a nutritious but tasteless solution to drink. And then they used functional MRI and PET scans to monitor the dopamine release in the brain. And not surprisingly, there was a big dopamine spike when the subjects first tasted the milkshake. And this dopamine was active in the reward centers of the brain. That's the part of the brain that tells you to eat more. But then about 20 minutes later, there was a second dopamine spike triggered by the stomach. And this dopamine was active in the higher cognitive areas of the brain. And that's what gives you that feeling of well-being or satisfaction after a good meal, when you're really just content to stop eating. Oh, that's a good feeling too. Interestingly, the bigger the first dopamine release was, the smaller the second dopamine release was. So the more immediate pleasure that you get from the taste of food, the less pleasure you're going to experience after you eat. So this begs the question, at the end of the day, are we really getting more pleasure from satisfying our cravings like we tell ourselves? And I think the answer is no. (laughs) Maybe those happy foods aren't making us as happy as we think. Yeah, especially because eating healthy is associated with better mental health and less depression. And improving your diet quality has been shown to improve depressive symptoms. 
So maybe part of the trick is to pay more attention to how we feel after we eat. Definitely. In overcoming my own addictive eating tendencies and practicing mindfulness, I learned to cue into my stomach after eating. That became my criteria for a successful meal. And I'm fascinated to see that there's biology behind why that works. Okay. Can you explain a little more about what you mean by cue into your stomach? What, what sort of sensations are you paying attention to? Yeah, it can be a bit tricky to uh, recognize the different signals. But the first one that I pay attention to is pressure. This probably correlates with the literal fullness of your stomach. I think about eating a bag of potato chips, how you can eat and eat and never feel very full. But then if you drink a big glass of water quickly, you feel the pressure in your stomach. And then the other sensation I pay attention to is how heavy or light I feel both during and after a meal. And sometimes it only takes a few bites of something really rich, for example, for your stomach to tell you, you know, whoa, that's enough. Mm -hmm. Heavy meals, they make you want to sit on the couch or take a nap, right? But then a light meal leaves you energized, ready to go do something. I aim for a moderate pressure with that light energetic feeling. And also the whole time I'm eating, I also focus on the flavors I'm enjoying and I'm chewing thoroughly so I don't swallow big chunks of food. Okay. Focusing on the flavors that you're enjoying, that sounds a lot like mindful eating. Oh, absolutely. But many people use this term to mean being conscientious about health. And I feel like that just ruins it. (laughs) Mindful eating, it's not about worrying or analyzing what you're eating. It's being aware of the experience nothing more, nothing less. And as you key into this experience of eating, you're actually going to regain some of your innate skills. First, you're going to learn to enjoy your food more while you're eating it. And then second, you're going to begin to recognize when you feel good and energized and what types of food and how much help you feel that way. In other words, mindful eating can help us exploit the double dopamine effect. Yes, exactly. Paying attention helps you get plenty of pleasure tasting your food in the moment while noticing when your stomach is saying, maybe later, I'm full. And it might even say, can I have another serving of vegetables? (laughs) So as we said at the beginning, foods that contain a lot of sugar and fat tend to trigger a really big initial dopamine release. And that's why they're so compelling. Our mindless brain is just going to go for that quick hit, that taste bud dopamine. But our mindful brain has the capacity to choose foods that are going to deliver more pleasure from that second wave of dopamine that's triggered in the stomach. Yes. Now I don't have the same intense cravings. And I feel so much better for hours after I eat. I eat for that double dopamine release. This is going to be our new motto. We're eating for the double dopamine. I know, right? Well, consciously going for foods that offer that double dopamine release can steer us towards healthier foods and also enhance our enjoyment of them. But come on, Natalie, it's the holidays. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of extra temptations around. So does this approach hopefully also make it easier to occasionally indulge in some of those special treats, but without falling into that bottomless pit phenomenon where we just overindulge. Absolutely. It does take a little bit of practice, but this approach, it's helping us use our natural break system when it comes to eating. That's really helpful this time of year. Yeah. 
And it gives you permission to put your food down because you want to feel good, not because you should. It's a lot more motivating. But my favorite discovery with mindful eating is that my food literally tastes better when I'm a little hungry. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why it's been said that hunger is the best seasoning. So you better believe I'm going to go grab a slice of pumpkin pie and maybe some ice cream, but I will wait until I'm a little hungry because then I'm going to enjoy it the most. Absolutely. You can learn to find pleasure as you sit and enjoy the sounds, smells, decoration, beautiful food, good conversation. I mean, I just get excited thinking about it. So enjoy the miracle of nature bringing you this food. Appreciate your ability to taste. That's what mindfulness is all about. And then this holiday season, see if you can discover your ability to feel good after you eat. See if you can discover that double dopamine effect. And this will get you on the path to restriction-free and nourishing eating. Natalie, I want to thank you so much for bringing this really interesting research to my attention and for sharing your approach to building healthy habits and balancing enjoyment with health, because we don't want to have to sacrifice either one for the other. I couldn't agree more. Thanks, Monica. If you'd like to learn more about embracing your appetite as a way to get healthy and happy, check out Natalie's website. It's at dietingdifferently.com. She's got some great free resources to help you start building this skill. You'll find a transcript of my conversation with Natalie, along with a link to the research that we reviewed at quickanddirtytips.com. And if you want to chat with me or Natalie about today's show, just post your comment or your question on my Facebook page. It's at Nutrition Diva. And listen, if you could use a little extra support this year to stay on track during the holidays, Brock Armstrong of the Get Fit Guy podcast and I put together a special holiday tip sheet with eight completely doable strategies that can help you enjoy the holidays without abandoning your healthy habits. You can grab your free copy by going to wayless.life slash Mary. That's wayless.life slash Mary, M-E-R-R-Y, for your free holiday guide. Our show is produced by Nathan Sems, edited by Karen Hertzberg. Our team at Macmillan Audio also includes Emily Miller, Kate Hines, Michelle Margulis, Morgan Ratner, and our director, Kathy Doyle. This is Monica Reinagle. Thanks for listening this week. I'll be back next week with more quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. See you then. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.